0: Tanya for the twelfth of Elul, but first the story. There was there was a man from the from Eretz from Israel. He was part of the Slonim family. So he was he was a descendant of the Mittler Rebbe, and he traveled from Israel to Russia to visit the Rebbe Maharash, the fifth Rebbe, fourth Rebbe of Chabad. And during the the meeting that he had with his relative, but also his Rebbe, he he had a discussion about what was going. Going on in Israel. The Rebbe wanted all the details of everything that was going on in the land. And this family member knew. And so he gave a very detailed report. And in the middle of his conversation, he just said in passing, he said, They say about the people of Israel that they have special souls, that they're, that they're very different than regular people. But I don't see that. I don't see it that much. He said it in passing. It wasn't part of the, convers- the official part of the conversation. It just it came up in passing. And the, the Rebbe Marash said, how, how could you possibly know the greatness of a, of a soul of a person? And he said, let me tell you a story that my father, the, Seti, the third Rebbe of Chabad, told me. He said, there was a, a little village on the outskirts of Yerushalayim, of Jerusalem, and the, in living in that village was a very simple man. To such a degree was his simplicity. This is an old day before there were fancy uh, sidurim. He would... He would go to the uh, he would go to a rabbi of Yerushalayim of of Jerusalem, and he would ask the rabbi to write up a list of day for day. Monday, what do I say in davening? Tuesday, and if he didn't do that, there was no way he could follow along what was going on. He could barely read; that was about the extent of his knowledge. And so, this rabbi would day for day write down every um, section of davening for this man once a week. He had come into Jerusalem for business anyway, and so he come to the rabbi. The rabbi would write down the list and then he would go home. One year, it was the khashv, time, and it was after Tishrei, and he started realizing it's going to be very rainy, I might not come in for business, and therefore he asked the rabbi, write a few weeks in advance. Instead of just doing one week, I might not be here next week, it might, the roads might be muddy, write a whole bunch of weeks in advance, and that way I could have it. And so the rabbi, did it. the rabbi did it, he wrote a list of a whole bunch of weeks in advance, Monday you would say this, Tuesday say this, the Wednesdays, etc. It turned out a week later, the man had reason to come to come back into Shalim, come back into Jerusalem for business. And so he traveled into, to, to, into Shalim. And as he's going down the streets, he notices all the, all the stores are shut. And he was very puzzled. And he started thinking maybe he's traveling with Shabbos. Then he saw people walking with tefillin. He realized it wasn't, but he was wondering why is all the doors shut? What's going on? He called over a man and said, what's going on? And he said, there's a public fast today. So he was so upset that when he looked, checked his sheets, the rabbi hadn't mentioned anything. He rushes to, to the rabbi, asked the rabbi, how come you didn't tell me it's a public fast that you, you, you made me eat? I had no idea. And the rabbi explained, don't worry. It's not a regular public fast. Today's a fast day because there's no rain. It's already so late in the year, there's no rain. We, we declared a public fast day. So the man said, over a pub, over no rain, you declare a public fast day. So the rabbi said, what do, you, what do you mean? He said, no rain is no big deal. So the rabbi asked him, what do you mean it's so big deal? Everyone's, everyone's livelihood is dependent on rain. He said, what, what, what should we do instead of a fast? What, what else would you suggest? He said, it's simple. You go outside, you turn to Hashem, and you say, Hashem, please provide for the Jewish people. Please give us rain. The rabbi said, okay, let me see how it's done. So there's a simple man who went outside, and he said, Father, you turn to Hashem, he said, Father, is it possible that the, 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 your children in the holy city of Yisraelim Are gonna die from hunger? Can't you see that we need rain? And rain started falling. And so the Rabbi Marash turned to his relative who had come from AT Show. And he said, You do you still claim that the people from AT Shaw have simple souls? They don't possess very high souls. Today's Tanya, tomorrow's Tanya, the chapter um, chapter 14 is gonna deal with the power of ATSH. The angle that the that the that the Al-Tab is going going at with explaining the greatness of Israel is explaining the power of giving charity to Israel. But by doing this, he's saying more than regular charity, the charity to Israel is exceptionally loaded. It has it is exceptional power. And the power that Israel has, and I'll just summarize now so that you understand what's going on with the with the moving pieces as we go through today's Sanya and tomorrow's Daniel. You know? the, the 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 basic idea is that. Eretz Yisrael has a special connection to Hashem's energy as it comes by way of time. Time is creation as all things are. And this time-related energy has exceptional potency as it deals with Israel. And so the al of is claiming people used to give charity. And now as time passes along, you know, their excitement by giving charity to Israel is d- dwindling. Argues altogether because Israel is a time related power, time shouldn't impact it. And just as Israel has this powerful time relationship, your relationship with Israel should be in a powerful time relationship and it shouldn't dwindle with time. You shouldn't get, lose excitement as you regularly do with all things related to time. You know, people get these things are very exciting at first, and as time passes, it's less exciting. Argues altogether with Eric, is it shouldn't be that way. And the excitement a person had giving charity to Israel at the beginning should be. At, along the journey of time and shouldn't be impacted at all. Let's begin. To arouse the old love and the fondness, the fondness that people used to have when they used to be giving charity originally when Al started the campaign of giving to um giving to Israel. And he said I want to arouse a love to Israel with the fiery, fiery flames of the, of the depths of the hearts. In the inwardness of the person, as if today Hashem is has given that spirit, it should be fresh and new, and shouldn't be dwindling with time. So people will give to, um, donations to Hashem with a full and generous heart. With increase, after increase, not just staying stagnant or getting less, the donations getting less, but every year, the, the donations increasing, Exceeding itself every single year with a fresh, with a freshness and 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 uh, a newness that doesn't exist in the previous year, as kodesh alien, like we know in the in the level of chachma of Atsilas, And then this is what Alter is going to say: that Eretz Yisrael is getting its energy from a very very high place. Eretz Yisrael is the holy land; it's the land which is holier than every other place. And we understand and appreciate that. But now Alter is going to say, okay, cabalistically speaking, what's actually going on with Israel? So he says. We need to behave in a way of the kindness of the highest world. There's Atzillus reads here, four worlds. And very simply put, the highest of the revelation of God, the Chachmah of that's the, the... And this energy, this fiery, powerful energy of God, that comes down into Eretz Yisrael. Which is always being renewed. Like it's written about the Pasuk, and this is a Pasuk which incidentally is very special because it's a Pasuk that will we'll repeat it continuously to explain how Eretz is the most safe land in the world. <tomid eni> Hashem <lekechaba> Hashem's eyes are always on it. That Hashem's eyes on Eretz from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, Hashem's eyes are always on. And now that we're talking about the power of Eretz the author is going to ask a little question. He says, Wait a second, it says Hashem's eyes are always on Eretz from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. It should just say Hashem's eyes are always on er Israel, always. What does it mean that we say until the end of the year, from the beginning of the year to the end of the year? Hashem's eyes are always there. There's no reason to say it. beginning to the end. The end of the first year is the start of the second year. The best, most appropriate way to say we can't have a little we should just say. Forever. But saying from the beginning of a year until the end of the year, well, that's the first year, and the beginning of the next year. It, it's such a long-winded way to just say Hashem's eyes always on the to Why beginning of the end of the year? It says, Altareba, no, that's very, very loaded. The energy package, I'm going to spoil it. The energy package is is a yearly energy package that comes comes by. We know that Hashem created and founded the world with Chachma. This Chachma Vatzil is what Hashem Utilized as a tool to create this world. The the higher the, the higher worlds have also a base The higher worlds have their worlds in the higher worlds, and in the higher worlds there's also a base in, in the higher worlds. And this is an idea which we which we talked at great length at the end of the first book of the Tanya. But there are higher base ingdashs, not just the baisim that we we want and and desire in this world, but the higher worlds have one too. Our one might be special, even though it might be the the in this lowly world, but at the same time there are higher basement and the basement. So this world gets its energy of the of the basement in the higher world and the airship also exists in the higher worlds too. And the eighth of this world gets its energy from the higher and the the lower one, the lower Eretz show the, the Eretz shall which is in this world, gets its energy as being a counterpart, being an opposite of the Eretz Yishol in, in the higher world. That energy of the Eretz Yishol of the higher world spills out into this world, giving energy and sustenance for this Eretz shall to be whatever it is. And it's called by the name Eretz So you have the you have the higher Israel, the lower Israel, which we have down here. <speaking in Hebrew> what, what, does, what do these basic Hamidrashas, where do they get their energy from? The whole world gets its energy from Chachma, but it goes on a journey. The base the Eretz Yisrael has more potent energy because the energy of Chachma comes down in a more pure way. <speaking in Hebrew> now, Different energies get have different packages, different highways, and we're talking about this so many times throughout the Tanya, that different, there are so many different modes how Hashem directs His energy down here. The energy that comes to AT Shor comes from a very, very high level of Chachma Metzalus, which is basically the highest level within the, the system that Hashem created, and the energy comes down in a package of a year. Every year, a fresh package comes down to Eretz and this uh, this energy, far higher than all the rest of the world, energizes Eretz giving it the power and the and the energy and the the life force that Eretz as a land needs for the for that coming year. This comes down from year to year. So when we say Hashem. Um, uh, Hashem's eyes are always on Israel from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. We mean literally from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, and then the next year starts, and Hashem sends a new package to Eritrea that gives energy to the land throughout the year. So Hashem gives brand new energy, and Hashem's Chachman himself are entirely unified, and this this energy is unlimited energy. So by way of Chachman, Hashem sends unlimited energy in a yearly package to the land of Israel. That's what we're getting so far, and the Alter is going to say every Rosh Hashanah a more powerful energy is going to come down than the year before, and the al is trying to explain that this type of energy that Israel gets, this yearly package of energy, this energy that's isn't um, slowed down by time, but actually it's amplified with time. That's the type of relas- relationship that we need to have with Israel, argues al later on, that we need to make sure that our excitement for Israel doesn't dwindle with time, but like the energy that comes to Israel, keeps on accelerating, keeps on amplifying year over year over year, and the yearly generation that people send to Israel can't decrease, Definitely and can't stay stagnant and have to actually increase year by year. Thank you so much for joining the tiny times for to see step of thank you so much for